Hello and good morning, Hannah. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. I've never seen a book like this in my life. I th- This right here needs to be at a Lowe's or a Home Depot because this is more than just being in the kitchen doing these beautifully tasteful desserts and dinners. This is a work <laughs> of art. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for saying that. Seriously, there had to have been a ton of time that was put into this and a lot of thought because, I mean, even when you get into the pan section and the first page is, don't try this at home. And I'm thinking, yes, I will. Because they said, don't do it, so I will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're you're that type of person. I see, I see. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you break it down because how many guys especially uh, go into their kitchens and they're not using the right tools? You, You break it down for us. Yeah, we really tried to. You know, I think kitchen gear can be so intimidating. You should you should see. So as two women who review kitchen gear, anytime we write about knives, the comments of our videos are full of people correcting us and yep. saying, no, this is the right thing, or no, this is the right thing. And I think it's because, you know, there are a lot of right ways to do things and people get so stuck in what do I need or how good of a cook am I? And when the reality is, you know, just you can just make yourself a couple scrambled eggs at home in a beautiful pan and that's cooking and that's a beautiful thing. So it can be intimidating, but it shouldn't be. That's I, I got really hooked up with the kitchen uh, during the lockdown and, and, and soup is my specialty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to have Ooh. a soup truck that features new soups every day. Just but but it's like that's not good <laughs> business. Why would somebody come for new soup? I mean, I would. I love soup, especially now. It's the season. Absolutely. You know, you've got eight more ways to use a cooling rack. I, I guess when I go into the kitchen and I think of a cooling rack, I think that's just one more dish I have to clean. <laughs> and I know, and it can be an annoying one, right? Oh, my you know, God, yes. Wires. Yes. Well, so we call, we call a rimmed baking sheet, sheet pan, cookie pan, whatever you call it, and the, and the cooling rack, the dynamic duo, because we are so obsessed with how versatile the two of them are together. You, you don't need a roasting pan if you have one of these. You can just roast your meat right on there. You can use the cooling rack to rest fry, breaded foods before you fry, after you fry, drizzling chocolate on cakes. Mm-hmm. You can do everything. And, and all you do for cleaning, fill the sheet pan with a little hot soapy water, flip the rack upside down and let it soak in there for a minute and it'll really move things along when you're doing dishes. Wow. You know, th- this book really dives into the things that are a major part of our lives, such as coffee. And I had to do some research on coffee to find out if it was kind of like a comfort food. Man, I'll tell you what, everything that I found is that, no, it's not the comfort food. We want the caffeine. We want the buzz. And you give us so many different ways to make coffee, especially when it comes to a coffee press. That's my favorite way. What, what, like an AeroPress? Oh, I, I, I like to do the coffee press because I'm in control of how much caffeine is going inside this body. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I hear you. I, I love coffee. I sometimes, it, it literally gets me out of bed in the morning thinking of that, that thing, that beautiful taste of it. But it's funny. So this is a, such an example of why your gear matters. So have you heard of a gooseneck kettle, those electric kettles with the beautiful spout that's oh, yeah. like elegant like oh, a goose yeah. Neck. yeah. So we were reviewing them and I really wanted one and I couldn't wait for our results. I just bought one from Bodum and it drives me nuts. Every <laughs> single morning. You can't really tell if it's on or off. It doesn't alert you when it's done. And so it's this little, you know, 
galling way to start every morning. And then we finished our review, a different Bodum brand one. It does all the things I want it to do. And if I were to have this different kettle, my mornings would just be, you know, one, two percent better. It's yep. not about a, kit, a piece of kitchen gear is not going to change your life. But if you can really get the right one to suit your needs, it really actually can make your life better. Now I'm too cheap to throw out my kettle and get a new one. I was going to ask someday you, I will, and it will be an amazing day. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you're like us, Hannah, when it comes to stuff like that, because I mean, we'll jump onto Amazon in a heartbeat and buy something brand new because we think we've got to have it, and then we never use it. I know, and it's galling. And, and consider being in my line of work where the, the equipment. So we, we test all this equipment, and once a year we have a giveaway. We give away to a bunch of nonprofits, and the rest goes to our staff. So basically I've got, gotten to pick the creme de la creme of kitchen gear for going on 13 years now. So anything now that makes it in my kitchen, the bar is really, really high because mm-hmm. I have bins and bins of stuff in my garage that I haven't touched in a year. Yep. Yep, yep. Speaking of things that are in your garage, I I think of transportation. Are we doing transportation wrong in this country? Because you've got five tips for flawless food transportation, and I'm not seeing any of this kind of stuff really happening. I I just see it, throw it in a box. Let's go. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think we all need to have a lot more parties, because the reason you want to bring food around is for a party, right? And I think we just need to have more parties, and then people will be bringing more food around. That's my theory. With Thanksgiving right around the corner, preparing that turkey, what I, I, I'm one of those people that I can't do a whole turkey. I mean, I, I, I need pieces part turkeys. I mean, what is the best way to get around that? Uh, you want to know what we're doing this year and we've done for the past five years, which is a departure from the whole bird. So uh-huh. Cook's Country, one of our magazines, has a Tennessee pulled turkey sandwich. So you cook turkey breasts on the grill So it frees up your whole oven for whatever else you're doing, and you pull them, and then you serve it as sandwiches with this white barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. Add a can of cranberry sauce, and you've got all the quintessential flavors. It's so easy, and it can really – the recipe serves 10 to 12, but you can also have it really easily if you've got a smaller crowd. It takes about 40 minutes. So my vote is for Tennessee pulled turkey sandwiches this year. Just forget about the whole bird entirely. Oh, my God. I want to do a food truck on just that. And I'll serve soup. (laughs) (laughs) Sandwiches and soup. Brilliant. Who thought of that? So why is it when I'm cooking in the RV out in the wild, why does my food taste much better out there than it does when I'm in my own kitchen? I don't know. You have to fight for a little bit. It's, it's a little harder. You have to, you're back to the, well, I don't know how back to the elements you are in an RV, but I think, you know, with camping, that kind of thing, you have to work with what you've got. And it's the same thing's true in an RV. You don't have all of your big size, full size appliances. So I think what you're tasting there is pride because you figured out how to do it without every luxury at your fingertips. I cheat, Hannah. I do take all of my very, very expensive tools with me. I do, because I, <laughs> I cheat. Then you know what? It's pride in your packing ability. You're a really good packer. <laughs> the importance of squeaky clean dishes. I mean, you even have a chapter on that. We do. We do. I mean, you know, you, you're like, what, you seriously want me to buy a book about how to do the dishes? And look, <laughs> we're not trying to have you read 300 pages on how to do the dishes, but if you can pick up a few tips to make the dishes go faster, yeah. that's 
again, it's going to make your life that one or two percent better. I got to tell you what kind of a freak I am. And this all started because of the lockdown. And that is, is that part of food prep for me is doing the dishes. And I think it makes me respect that moment of cooking the food a lot better when I know that the dishes have been cleaned. Oh, yeah. I'm, I I live for a clean kitchen. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, the dishes seem to grow like weeds in my kitchen, but when it's clean, <laughs> my soul is content. Yeah, the washing machine will lose a left sock, but man, in that in that kitchen, I'm not losing any tools. I, I, I'd like to, you know, take over oh, my no. washing machine, too, you know? <laughs> I know, I know, right? There's, remember Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the City? She stored shoes in her oven. Yeah. That's not me. I'm storing kitchen appliances in my shoe cabinet <laughs> why do there have to be so many different styles of spatulas i'm because I, I i'm looking at this picture of all of these i go i got maybe one of them and it's like where am i going wrong here all right which one do you have well i got I, I got the slotted Wait. one like the fish spatulas yeah no that no in fact that got my attention in a heartbeat that because i mean when we cook salmon and stuff like that i i've got to definitely get one of those well, let me wax poetic, and, and the name is a misnomer. So they are fish spatulas, but if you think about fish and why they, in the first place, deserved a dedicated spatula, right? It's because fish can be hard to flip, right? Yep, it can be yep. delicate. It can fall apart. It's often expensive. So it got all of the ingenuity of a spatula. You know, it got the most well-designed spatula. And then we realized, wait a second, you can use this spatula that's amazing at turning for everything. So our winning spatula across the board is actually a fish spatula i use it for cookies i use it for everything wow. people always say well i don't like fish why do i want to get one of those i said no 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 it's just the most brilliant design elements to make turning as easy as possible in a spatula wow what have you learned from this because i mean here's this gigantic book and i'm going oh my god i'm talking to the master the yoda of food preparation and tools and <laughs> oh, oh oh but what have you learned from this I think one of my favorite personal journeys has been with my cast iron skillet. So my yes. co-author, Lisa McManus, really, really is one of the national experts on cast iron skillets. And I just always felt like I was doing it wrong. Like yep. it would be sticky yep. or I wouldn't put enough oil or the surface would be rough. And one of my favorite things I learned just this year from her, she said, don't worry if the surface is a little bit rough. You're not going for a mirror polish. You might get that in 50 years with your skillet, but you're doing a good job now. And so I think learning that your carbon steel and your cast iron skillets, they can take a beating and still come back. You can mess up and they're still going to be your friend. They will still return. They're so durable. You can still get a beautiful finish even after you've had some kind of disaster. So that's, that's my favorite journey. And there's a little bit of like, um, you know, it's art and science. I, I love the way that you use the word journey because you're absolutely right. When, I, when I'm talking with newlyweds and stuff and they buy uh, one of those big cast iron uh, pans, I go, you better learn how to take care of that because that thing will take over your life if you don't learn to love it as much as you love yourself. It's true. It's true. I have I have an eight inch carbon steel pan, and his name is Eddie, and I love him. I don't know why I named him. I just I just feel so connected to him because I love that little guy. He works so well. He's so cute. <laughs> Where can people go to find out more about you, your humor, your videos, everything about you guys? Well, our book is available anywhere books are sold, and make sure to check out our show Gearheads on the America's Test Kitchen YouTube channel. We break it down. We have a lot of fun there. I love it. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Please, anytime. I've loved my journey here. Well, you be brilliant, okay? 
All right. Take care. Thanks again.